Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, yeah, the grass is green. But it's no what it seems. Cause when you think you want it, you just need it. I'm gonna live where the green grass grows. Watch my corn pop up in rows. The grass is always green around the other side. Caterpillar to a butterfly. It's green and growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Good Saturday morning. Still hovering around 55 degrees here in metro Atlanta. And it's really going to warm up today and be a nice day once the early rain showers move through. Hope you have some great, fun, and safe New Year's Eve plans. 2023 is going to be a good year. I just know it. Um, We've had a great show this morning so far, still with an hour to go. Definitely want to take more of your calls, 404-872-0750, and saying good morning to everybody out on Facebook following me this morning. Uh, Debbie and Ian's up early, Barbara, of course, and Alan. Uh, Good morning to all of you and Karen as well. Uh, Follow me on Facebook. I haven't been really active uh, toward the end of the year. Uh, My birthday was at the beginning of the month, of course, Christmas, New Year's. Things just got busy. Um, And I tried to step away from social media for a little bit. But I do enjoy posting on the Green and Growing Facebook page, uh, sharing information, sharing pictures, even sharing some of your calls, questions, things that you have submitted to me and having others learn from that as well. And I'm getting ready to go through the uh, Master Gardener program, finally through the University of Georgia Extension. It's been a long time coming. I mean, I have wanted to become a certified Master Gardener ever since I was working with Walter Reeves on the Lawn and Garden Show, and that was for eight years Um, But it always was offered during the time, during the week, uh, the time of day when I was doing Herman Cain's show. Herman Cain had the talk show from 9 to noon, uh, Monday through Friday, and that was the time that the classes began. So I was never able to take advantage of them, Uh, but now I am. So starting in January, going to be doing those classes and learning a lot and uh, sharing, you know, so translating a lot of that knowledge that I'm going to be gaining and sharing it with you And you all share great information on the show, too. And I'm glad Nancy did. Uh, Nancy called from Marietta just a little bit ago. Thank you. And she was saying the mountain tree that uh, Jesse was talking about is probably a hemlock, which, yep, that sounds about right. Uh, Native to Georgia, looks like a Christmas tree with tiny cones. Yes, a hemlock is a conifer. They are beautiful. So that likely could have been what Jesse was talking about. But nevertheless, trying to propagate it. Um, I'm going to follow up on that because I didn't quite have the answer for Jesse um, and had questions about moving daffodils, when to transplant those. I would transplant them after they've bloomed, right? Maybe April, May is probably a good time to do so. If the leaves are still green in any way, leave them on the bulb as you transfer the bulb. Don't plant it too deeply in the new spot, uh, just from one sunny bed to another, if that's how you're transplanting it, that's what's going to make them the happiest. If you have to do it in early spring, though, and disrupt them, it's possible. You just have to be a lot more careful. Use a spading fork. Make sure you don't really disturb the roots a whole lot and just dig it up very carefully. You can almost transplant anything at any time. Um, You just really 
have to take that much better care of it if you're doing it at a time that could be stressful to the plant, right? Like when it's really setting off a lot of energy to put on new growth. If it's during the hot months of the year and it's going to get stressed, that is absolutely the worst time to transplant anything is during the summertime. But sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, especially if you're getting ready to move or something. I mean, we had a great question from Cecil too about Hoya plants. So easy to propagate Hoyas and they're, they're, beautiful. They're a tropical plant. It's a lot of fun. If you've got orchids, they're a really good uh, companion plant to orchids if you're going for that tropical look. Crotons as well. I love crotons as a house plant. Um, so yeah, we've we've had a good morning and we'll continue to do so. 404-872-0750 is the number. And coming up at the bottom of the hour at 830, of course, we'll have Pike Nursery along as well to share some tips for you. And they have uh, limited hours today or tomorrow, rather, with it being New Year's Day as well. Well, yeah, New Year's Eve or today. So you'll want to uh, be aware of that if you have to run out and get anything. But here at the bottom of the hour at 8.30, we'll be talking to them. So stay tuned for that. And then Dave Baker's already in the house for the Home Fix-It show coming up at 9 o'clock. So we're just talking about mulching Christmas trees as well and, and useful uh, you know, benefits for the mulch that the chippers put out and folks can get those and always get mulch from their local counties as well if you're kind of in touch with being able to do some of that. Um, but also thinking about mulch, if you're not really a mulch person, you're kind of more of a pine straw person. And I still have a few bales that I've not spread and I need to. If you've got any bare dirt, bare soil right now, um, get pine straw or some kind of ground cover on that to prevent erosion, for weed control, uh, to retain moisture in the soil so it doesn't just really dry out when you are ready to plant that bare spot. But scammers, right? I think every time of year, 12 months out of the year, we have to worry about being scammed, people taking advantage of you. There are great lawn care services and companies and landscapers that do right by you. Um, but I heard a story recently where that may not always be the case. WSB Scam Alert. Roswell police warn residents of a scam artist offering to spread pine straw for $5 a bale. Only when he's done, he claims he took hundreds of bales and the homeowner owes thousands of dollars. The last victim to contact police paid $2,700. Police urge homeowners to be wary of unsolicited offers and the city of Roswell requires solicitors carry permits and produce them on request. And I got to say, I heard that story. The hair stood up on the back of my neck. I hate hearing stories like that. want to protect you guys. So with me this morning, I've got Officer Tim Lupo, Public Information Officer for the Roswell Police Department. Tim, really appreciate you joining me this morning. Hi, Ashley. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So we got the word out, and you guys are doing a fantastic job. Tell us how you guys got tipped off to this. And as you said, this is an age-old scam. Sure, it's been going on forever, but how did you get tipped off this time around? This is a pretty typical scam that we see, you know, popping up a few times a year. In this particular case, we had been alerted by the homeowner and some family members after the fact um, who kind of found out that this person had been scammed, that they weren't dealing with a very legitimate uh, business. And it just something doesn't settle right, you know, and with us promoting so many home contractors and things here on the radio station, a lot of us, Clark Howard, Dave Baker, myself, warn you about paying up front, you know, always be leery of that or, you know, agreeing to pay a contractor even half up front before the work's even done. But in this case, how can a homeowner possibly scaling their yard thinking, oh, I don't know, that may take 30 bales of pine straw. And then you get the invoice and it took 90. I mean, how how do they have a leg to stand on? So it's really best to try and agree on as much information and, and contract as much up front as you're able to, um, and trying to use those same reputable and vetted companies to do your work as well. These kind of unsolicited offers that we see in these landscaping scams are, are, should be viewed with a, a very healthy degree of skepticism. 
And so what would you say to the homeowner who may be listening, Tim, that has had something similar like this happen to them before, but they just didn't want to come forward or they didn't want to be a burden on your department? How would you encourage them to share their story? That you are in no way being a burden on our department, and this is what we're here for. You know, people are victimized by these individuals, you know, every day. And it is our job and our responsibility to investigate these claims. These scammers will typically resort to intimidation and scare tactics and can be very convincing to get people to pay them. So there's nothing to be ashamed or embarrassed for. And we would love for you to contact us so that we can begin that investigation and prevent these people from scamming other people in the future. And I love that now police departments are so outward facing on social media and y'all use those tools to be able to be in touch with the community and engaged and get the word out. So uh, I'll let you give the Roswell Police Department a plug. How can folks follow you even if they don't live in Roswell? It's okay. Yeah, absolutely. You can follow us on any of our social media sites at Roswell GA Police on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, That's a great place to find information about ongoing scams, trainings, just information about what's going on in the Roswell community and beyond. But also we would continue to encourage people to share this information beyond social media with their friends, families. The more people that are aware of these types of scams that are going on and the tactics that are being used in them, the fewer victims that we're going to see. Very well stated. Officer Tim Lupo, Public Information Officer for the Roswell Police Department. Thank you so much for your time this morning and for what you guys are doing to keep the citizens safe. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on and helping us to share these scam tactics with our community. And you also heard Marcy there at the beginning of that story mention Roswell requires solicitors like this to be permitted. So if they don't have a permit, don't buy pine straw from them. Um, Only hire reputable reputable workers. So uh, the Roswell Police Department on their Facebook page, this made me laugh, and this is kind of what led me to uh, reaching out to Officer Tim Lupo here. They have a really cute post on Facebook, and it's a to-do list for the pine straw scammer, right? The things that he's thinking about. I mean, you got to make light of it at some point, right? So he says, all right, drive around town and find a victim, offer to lay out pine straw, Charge maybe $5 per bale, use 10 bales, and then bad math, pretend that he used 350 bales and demand the money. And these people are bad, right? They're, they're trying to take advantage of you, and especially of the elderly. So then they have laugh deviously, scream at a kitten, and then order pineapple on a pizza. So those are all bad things that are on the Pine Straw Scammers to-do list. I... I like pineapple on a pizza. I don't know if that makes me a bad person or not. But no, I mean, really, just that goes back to the whole hiring someone you trust. And uh, Merle Nutley just checked back with me from West Cobb Pine Straw and said, I thought about this after we hung up, Ashley, but the biggest part of the Pine Straw scam is they tell the homeowner to count the strings with them when the job's finished. Uh, The trailer they use usually has a few hundred strings on the side from other jobs. So they'll only spread 60 bales, maybe, and present strings for many more. So it's best to count the bales coming off the truck or the trailer or to count them when laid out in the yard. So thank you for that, Merle. Again, there are good guys out there. There are more good guys than bad guys out there. But I loved that we spoke to the Roswell police. And as I see, you know, scams like this or people getting taken, we'll take a little Clark Howard-esque turn to the show just to make sure that your money is well spent and, you know, your love for gardening and your passion for gardening isn't ruined or squashed or left a bad taste in your mouth by someone that uh, has taken advantage of you. And, you know, another thing, too, like I saw that post months ago from the Rosal Police Department and it did make me chuckle. Um, but I follow a lot of the local police departments on Facebook and on Twitter for traffic information. A lot of times that's how we get 
uh, information about traffic accidents a little more quickly is through social media. But you as a homeowner and a resident in your local area, I think it's a great idea to follow these groups um, on any social media you may use because they come up with really clever, cute stuff sometimes, but obviously keeping you safe and keeping you informed in your community as well. So there's just an idea. Okay, time to take a break. And when we come back, the top three things to do in the landscape this weekend, garden resolutions and how to get uh, your gears going for 2023. All of that after a traffic update and some other messages here on 95.5 WSB. The weekend weather update brought to you by Finley Roofing here. Looking at the radar, it looks like the heaviest showers moving into the Rock Mart, Dallas, and Cartersville areas just prior to 11 o'clock this morning. And all of that's going to head to the northeast and maybe be out of metro Atlanta by about 3 o'clock. So that's what we have on tap for today. But a high of 65. It'll dry out for your New Year's Eve plans this evening. Partly cloudy skies Sunday and Monday with highs in the mid-60s. Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Here's your garden to-do list this week. All right. Uh, Number one, I want you to be safe. Gardening or not, I really want you to stay safe out there and look after one another this weekend. But uh, what to do outside? Number one, I want you to keep in mind your compost piles, right? You're not compiling all of that for no reason. They've got to stay a little moist for the decomposition to continue. Even though it's been cold, they should be staying warm because of all of the microorganisms and all the organic material going to work and breaking down. So depending on the um, container, the contraption you have your compost in, you may need to be turning it. You may need to be hitting it with a garden hose, although I think today it's going to be wet enough. Uh, But just keep all of that in mind so that it's ready for you to use by spring. Number two, fertilize. Apply liquid root stimulator to newly transplanted trees and shrubs monthly, maybe every couple of months for the first year. Feed your pansies if they made it past that uh, Christmas cold. Feed dianthus or pinks or sweet william um, and other winter annuals with a water-soluble plant food each time you water them. If the pansies look done... Uh, And the leaves just have no more green. They're kind of washed out, almost like a yellow going to a pale white, maybe. I think they're done. Uh, So you could go ahead and yank those out, maybe plant something else. And number three, top dress unused vegetable beds. Two to four inches of composted manure or shredded leaves. And thinking about future asparagus beds, and this is always a question I ask Mickey Gazaway because I know she's got one. I've always wanted to do it, and I might. Um, But that place in the landscape really has to be you know, you've got to have applied a lot of really good compost and fertilizer to that area because they're heavy feeders. And that's also real estate that's going to be taken up for a number of years. So just make a wise decision if you're establishing an asparagus bed that you've got it in the right place. Uh, The Cherokee County Master Gardeners say that you can plant the crowns now if the soil isn't frozen. And you're certainly welcome to go to the University of Georgia Extension website, extension.uga.edu, if you're unsure of what varieties and cultivars of asparagus to buy what to plant, what does best in our area. They certainly have a a lot of great publications where you'll be able to learn a little bit more about asparagus or any other new crop that you want to try. It may be time for a second round of your cool season crops because a lot of my broccoli, I just don't think is going to come back, unfortunately, even though I covered it last week. It doesn't seem like it's going to come back. And a shout out and a good morning to the Master Gardener volunteers of Cobb County, too, with a really funny Facebook post this morning. Um, It was kind of cute. It's kind of a meme. I shared it on my Facebook page. Look at this weather being all springy and cute like it didn't just try to kill us last week. Yeah, 
Definitely springy, definitely cute. At least it's it's nice for New Year's to make it a little less treacherous uh, being out and about this evening if you have to travel. So 404-872-0750. Uh, I've enjoyed the show this morning. We are we are fed. We are happy. DeMarco and Charles, Dave Baker and I. Uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, Pike Nursery with garden resolutions for the new year. Uh, gardening benefits. How gardening can help you. With common New Year's resolutions, right? It goes beyond just having a nice landscape and being at peace and working out in the yard and all of that. Uh, Really making you a better sound mind and body and all of that. If you really get into gardening and you want that to be a resolution, I want you to be a part of the show for uh, 2023. So keep the number, 404-872-0750, here every Saturday morning with you, most of the time for a three-hour show uh, during uh, Georgia football weekends, sometimes preempted a little early if there's ever a noon kickoff. But the dogs were so hot this season that we didn't have too many noon games for sure. And speaking of, we are your home of the dogs, which I'm so proud of as a UGA alum myself. Uh, They're playing in the Peach Bowl this evening against the Ohio State Buckeyes. All the pregame coverage begins right here on your radio dial on 95.5 WSB at 4 o'clock because the 8 o'clock kickoff. So go dogs! Fingers crossed for a successful night here in the Big A. We'll be right back. You're listening to 95.5 WSB. Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. New Year's Eve edition, and I am live in the studio with you on this Saturday morning. Good morning. Of course, you're listening to Green and Growing, wrapping up the show. Go off the air at 9 a.m. You got a busy weekend. Oh my gosh, the dogs play tonight. Hopefully, you have safe and smart well-thought-out New Year's plans. Please make sure you get home safely and keep others around you safe as well. But have a great time. We're going into 2023 and garden resolutions. That's the first thing I think. Not for me as a person, like personally, but things that I want to accomplish that can help me in the show too. So one of my resolutions, it's been years to become a master gardener. And I am starting classes on January 6th with Cherokee County. I cannot wait So I'm starting off 2023 gangbusters. And back with us today is the marketing manager for Pike Nurseries, Brittany Harper. Hello, hello. Happy New Year. Good morning. Happy New Year. So you all, like, I mean, your staff and every manager that you put on the show with me and Desiree, and I mean, y'all have all made me better gardeners. Absolutely no doubt. Becoming a master gardener, that to me is like the be all end all. I love it. I can't wait. So have you ever sat there in your cap on you? That's going to be amazing. Thank you. And I know that you have certainly been a part of a lot of the classes that Pike Nursery has offered over the years. You know, y'all really kick things into high gear in summer and fall, offering oftentimes most of them free classes to Mm -hmm. folks at the store. So I hope that comes back in 2023. We sure will. It absolutely will. That's great. Okay, so garden resolutions for the new year. Um, And I kind of talked about this couple weeks ago is part of my top three list, Brittany, too, keeping a journal. And if you were wise enough to, and had the foresight to do that, going back over and just reviewing your notes, you know, what worked, what didn't, your timing on things so that you can repeat your successes. Or maybe if your timing is a little off, say starting seed for vegetables or something like that, you can kind of tweak it and remember. And also, if you didn't keep a journal or notes, 
Facebook. Isn't it so great? Like, because you posted a picture of the day you planted XYZ, <laughs> yes. and you go back on Facebook and be like, oh, I planted that in March. That's right. That's cool. No, that's really smart. Absolutely. Facebook for the win with those reminding you of what happened last, exactly. all of last year, yep. 10 years ago even. Gardening resolutions just to to make us more productive and more successful gardeners to kind of give us a, a little bit of zen too, because you've got some stats on how beneficial gardening is for all of us. Gardening, I mean, there's so many studies out there um, about how gardening and just being in nature and being around plants is just beneficial for us as human beings. I mean, for example, you know, think about mental health. I mean, that's such a big conversation piece in our zeitgeist right now at this this point in time, and understandably so. And if your resolution is to to work on your mental health, gardening can can definitely help with that. It can be a form of therapy even. You know, humans, we're hardwired to find nature soothing, restorative, and just the act of gardening, the act of caring for living things, mm-hmm. it can let you practice mindfulness, you know, that 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 time where it's almost like meditation, you're just being in the moment, you're not letting your thoughts run wild and worrying about other things, but you're just trying to practice being, you know, quiet in your mind and just focused on the task at hand right in front of you. That's mindfulness. And it can also, you know, help obviously boost your mood, that being around those plants, getting that vitamin D from sunlight, relieving your stress or anxiety. So really great form of therapy. Yeah, absolutely. Whether or not you listen to music, you know, while you're out there in the Mm -hmm. yard or mowing the grass or something. But the thing I like about gardening, and you, you don't really see it as much with housework, but when you're out in the garden, you actually see a difference at the end of your task, whether it is mowing the grass or, you know, popping a few annuals into a garden bed, you step back and you can see your work. I mean, that's the most rewarding thing. Absolutely. You just feel a sense of accomplishment, no doubt. Okay, so physical health, too. Um, A lot of the gardeners that we both know that are well into their 70s and 80s, they get around great because they've been gardening most of their lives. Right, Mickey, Walter. I mean, they can still get it. And gardening definitely helps with that. You know, all of that physical movement you're doing, it's burning calories. You're improving your strength. I mean, lifting those bags of soil, lifting big trees that you're planting in the ground, your stamina, just your ability to to go longer, your flexibility with all the, the bending and the lifting and reaching and pulling and raking and mowing and all of that stuff. So, I mean, if you hate the gym and listen, I will tell you, I am not a fan of the gym. I'm on, I'm on the larger side, but gardening definitely is a way that I like to get my exercise in. Yeah, you're not inside on a treadmill, you're outside. Again, and it goes back to that sense of accomplishment. You're running on a treadmill for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. What have you done? (laughs) (laughs) Just sweat and you stand there. But when you're gardening, you have that sense of accomplishment. You could look back and say, oh, I did this and also improved my, you know, my physical health balance and stamina, all of that. And just a reminder, too, you're talking about those trees and lifting the bags of soil and bags of mulch, which I've made the mistake a number of times. Bend at the knees. Don't forget to bend at the knees. My gosh, don't use your back for that. That You could really... Do uh, your back a favor. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, so what about just focus? You know, I mean, we're all crazy busy. And then if we do have a moment of downtime, Brittany, we pick up our phones and we just automatically shut our mind off and scroll social media or play a game or something. But there's something to be said for just improving focus, I think. Absolutely. And I will tell you, uh, you know, working in marketing, I'm guilty of that, just looking at my phone all Mm -hmm. the time. And so that's one of the things I definitely want to work on for my personal um, benefit is just to, to get away from that phone addiction a bit. But, um, you know, 
you guessed it, plants can definitely help with that that focus. Um, there are studies out there that show that just being around plants or being around nature can help improve your attention span, your concentration. Wow. So if you're you're in your office, um, either at the you know out in at an office or you've got a home office, or um, if you are a you know a college student and you're studying, or if you teach children at home, think about adding some plants to that home office or that home uh, classroom situation, or even just, you know, break it up and go sit outside on your porch or go to a park or something like that, where, or just sit by the window so you can view nature outside. Just think about how you can um, just be around that greenery and whether that's bringing the plants indoors or you going out there to them. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. And too, when we have all the houseplants that we've got and we take such good care of them and water them as needed, fertilize when they're in active growth, um, remembering, especially this time of year, you're not doing a whole lot with them, but rotating them, right? Like if they're in a sunny window mm-hmm. and they're kind of starting to lean that way toward the light, go ahead and give the pot a little 180 degree turn and just keep them evenly rotated. Absolutely. Keep them evenly rotated. And, you know, I know in my own home in winter, it's tough to get enough natural light. So you may want to think about like adding a grow light or something like that if you've got lots of highlight houseplants that are struggling this time of year. Yeah. And so easy to shop houseplants at Pike Nursery, Brittany. I mean, all the locations, they've got it very, Mm -hmm. the aisles are very well thought out. And there's a sign overhead. These are all low light houseplants. These are medium and these are high. So if you already have that space pictured or the room pictured in your home, you at least know what type of houseplant is going to be most successful. Definitely. That education component is a really big just cornerstone of what we do um, as a business and who we are as passionate gardeners and want to share that information with all of our customers because we want you to succeed. We want, you know, we know folks come in, they're either excited to try something new or they're scared because they they think they're going to fail or, you know, a combination of the two. So we really want to try to take away that fear and help you to be cheesy and use our quote, our tagline, you're gardening without guesswork so that you can have that sense of excitement and know that you we've given you the tools and the knowledge that you need to go home and and be successful in all of your gardening so talking to Brittany harper marketing manager for pike nurseries and a great list of like garden resolutions for the new year kind of reframing gardening in a really good light for your mental health for your physical health how it can improve your focus and concentration and also when you're responsible for the food you grow you eat better Absolutely. I mean, there's definite studies out there that show that children will be less of picky eaters if they understand where their food comes from and they are involved in that process. So think about that as a child. If you helped grow a tomato plant, like for me, I I didn't like like raw tomatoes growing up, of course, like spaghetti sauce or ketchup or something. Sure. But raw tomatoes was like, no, thank you. But (laughs) understanding that process and having been involved in like growing your own tomatoes and then eating them, talk about a really cool experience for a child and just helping them eat healthier, have a broader palate instead of being a picky eater. I mean, great for children, but also for the rest of your family, all of the adults as well. And it's something you can do as a family, not only the planting Mm -hmm. stage, but, you know, giving the kids a responsibility or a chore. Okay, I need, you know, Susie, you got to go out and water the plants today. And then when you all are able to get together and harvest the things that you've actually watched grow, I mean, that's such a good family activity. Absolutely. And it's a a great memory, too. I have these great memories with my grandpa and my grandma and just going out and like they like to grow okra. Again, not a fan. It always made me itchy having to pick the okra. But (laughs) I just I, I cherish those memories now, even though back then it may not have been something that I enjoyed at the time. But 
definitely make your kids get out there and help you. It's um, you're, you're doing them a favor in the long run, for sure, even if they complain about it at the time. <laughs> so Brittany helped us out tremendously. Looking forward to 2023. Many of us making resolutions about being happier, healthier. I know it may sound trite, but those are all things that you can do just to slowly build a better frame of mind for yourself going into the new year. Um, and if we want to head to Pike Nursery today, New Year's Eve, y'all are open, but close early. Yes, ma'am. We're closing at 3 p.m. today for New Year's Eve, and then tomorrow, New Year's Day, will be closed. All right. Well earned. Just like Christmas Day, the associates are off New Year's Day. Everybody can just sit at home and ponder the new year, enjoy some football and all of that. So, Brittany, thank you so much for taking time to join us and for the great ideas. I mean, I, I'm inspired to really, i got to sit down and write the resolutions, you know, because that, that holds you to them more than just going through them in your head. Like, I want them pen to paper hold myself to them. But, uh, and maybe, you know, a garden journal, if you still haven't given a Christmas gift to somebody, give them a journal, but explain, this is what it's for. It's your gardening resolutions. It's your goals and to track your progress with different garden projects. I think that might be a great gift idea. Perfect. All right. Well, Brittany, happy new years and thanks for being a part of the show this year. Of course. Thank you. Happy new year. All right. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Green and Growing on 95.5 WSB. Green Green and Growing. Ashley Frasca's top three things to do this weekend. So number one, no matter how you have them in a bin, whether it's kind of a plastic material, an aluminum material, or just out in the open, keep your compost piles moist for decomposition to continue. Even though it's been cold, they should be staying warm as all of that good organic material is breaking down. And you have to remember not only to keep it a little bit wet, but also to keep it turned as well and keep adding things to it so that it's ready for spring. Number two, fertilize. Apply liquid root stimulator to newly transplanted trees and shrubs, maybe month for about the first year and feed pansies if they made it through the cold weather the week of Christmas. Feed pansies, dianthus, and other winter annuals with a water-soluble plant food each time you water them. Hopefully pansies are bouncing back from that Christmas cold. If not, it may be time to pull them up. And number three, top dress unused vegetable beds, maybe two to four inches of composted manure or shredded leaves. And get future asparagus beds ready too with a heavy application of compost and fertilizer. They are heavy feeders. You can start getting that ready. Uh, The Cherokee County Master Gardener Group, as a matter of fact, says that you can plant crowns now if the soil isn't frozen. Well, also, some of the things to think about for your New Year's resolutions, maybe your garden resolutions, and preparing for spring. I know one of the things I'm going to be doing is taking care of cuttings that I clipped from plants that I'm trying to propagate, right? So whether it's having to repot them, just making sure they're as healthy as they can be, there's a lot of stuff that I'm waiting for them to grow larger so that they'll be ready to plant outside for spring. Also, making that journal, making that to-do list or calendar. As you do things, chronicle it somehow, whether it's photos on Facebook, photos on your on your phone, or just keeping a journal, and also thinking about the seeds that you want to plant for your summer vegetable garden. Now's a great time to share those with others. Order the ones you want, because if you're going to be starting those seeds indoors, February, March is about the time we're going to start to want to prep the trays, get the soil and the lighting right and all of that. And I know I want to start that on time this year. I can't say enough about what an awesome year 2022 has been. I really had to go back through some show notes and think back to all of the things I got to do throughout the spring and summer, the wonderful people I've gotten to meet, and of course, talking to all of you as you call the show every Saturday morning. Couldn't do it without you. So I hope everybody has a safe and happy New Year's, and I hope for a big win for the Georgia Bulldogs 
over the Ohio State Buckeyes. You know we're the home of the dogs and all of the pregame coverage for tonight's Peach Bowl begins right here on 95.5 WSB beginning at 4 p.m. Have a great and safe weekend. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.